Hey everybody and welcome to Uber Uber Rants. That's what I'm gonna call the podcast. I'm just introducing myself here, kinda letting you know where like where where like where I am geographically, what the podcast is gonna be about. So let's get into it. I lived in South Florida for like the past fifteen years. I recently moved to Central Florida. So for those who don't know the geography of Florida, I used to live in Miami area, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm. That's where I used to drive. Then I moved up to Orlando. That's where Disney World is. And, you know, it's just a different type of people, different environment. You know, everybody's a little nicer up there for now. I spoke with my aunt the other day. She lived in Florida longer than I have. She said that when she moved to South Florida from New York, everybody was nice down there. And then, um, you know, throughout the years, everybody became a little less nice. So I guess at some point, Central Florida is going to be a little less nice. But that's not what this is about. I'm letting you know where I drive, what market I'm in for Uber and Lyft, you know, and different areas come with different problems. Uh, for example, if you drive in Miami, everybody like, oh, Miami, yeah, that's Party City, you know, so on and so forth. Let's go down there and have a good time. Yeah, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a bunch of young kids it, like, in, like, in party mode, drunk, um, looking to, you know, go out there and, you know, get something, you know. So that's kind of mentality of the tourists anyway. When you get down to the locals in Miami, it's a bunch of savages, right? <laughs> it's like um, everybody's out to get you because that's kind of like the, the the vibe down in South Florida. If you live there and you're not in the, um, what do you call it, like the service industry, because, you know, if you're a waiter or waitress or something and, you know, you got tourists that come and you're going to be nice to them, you know? So that's your job to be nice so you can get tips. But if you're not in the service industry, if you just live there, you're going to get the crappy mindset of South Florida people. Sorry to say, you know, if you live in Miami, you know, you can get that. If you, unless you pay for it. You know, you, you can get good service if you pay for it. But if you just go to like an Applebee's or, a, you know, TGI Fridays, you're going to get some okay service if it's in a like just a regular neighborhood so that's like miami right there then you got broward county which is like fort lauderdale not a lot of people know about fort lauderdale unless they live in florida fort lauderdale is kind of like a little mini miami i I would say that people in in fort lauderdale even more miserable than people in miami because at least people in miami um you know, they have better paying jobs, in my opinion. But for a lot of days, it's just like, ugh. Anyway. It's supposed to be Uber rants, right? So let me get off South Florida for a little bit. Let me tell you about Central Florida. Central Florida is Disney, you know? Even the locals, they have the Disney passes, which is like something like seven or $800 a year per person. What You'll have locals here who actually have these things and they you know and I'm like you 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 spend that much for Disney okay man you must really love Mickey Mouse you know but hey to each his own right but that's the kind of 
people that you deal with, you know, they're kind of nicer for now anyway. So, you know, coming up here, I'm like, whoa, you know, these people are nicer, you know. They come in, they say hi, they actually speak. <laughs> Sometimes in, in Miami, you, you got to turn around and be like, good morning, you know, like, look, I'm, I, try, I try to be real nice and everything like that, but I can't have you stepping into my car and just completely acting like you don't even acknowledge the fact that I'm there. Like, bro, you're not in Uber or Lyft's car. This is my car. So you're going to step in here and you're going to say hi, or at least look or say, what's up, something. Let me know that a human being stepped into the damn car and you acknowledge that another human being is sitting here. So... That's the kind of stuff you get down in um, South Florida. Just be some rude-ass people. Now, I hate picking up locals in South Florida because, like I said, it's that hustler's mentality. Everybody's out to get you. Like, let me get you before you get me, right? People come in here. Everybody's getting paid low wages. For people who don't know, Florida is a right-to-work state. So what that means is usually, you know, they make these laws and they say, oh, you're the right-to-work state, that means... You don't have the right to work. <laughs> it's like the opposite. They name the laws the opposite of what they mean. They they name it to sound good, but it will be an exact opposite. So in other words, in Florida, it's not like some other states where they have to have a good reason to fire you or, you know, not hire you or whatever. In Florida, if you walk in and the manager does not like the color of your shoes, he can fire you and he will not face any legal consequences because... Is you know Florida law upholds his decision to not have have you there anymore, so it's it's like cutthroat down here, right? At least in South Florida, I haven't really worked in a regular job since I went up to Central Central Florida, so I don't know what it's like there. Um, so yeah, the the people here are miserable, man. They come in, they're going to work, they come in, you know. For those who don't know what. Like the different levels of Uber and the different levels of Lyft that you can, you know, purchase. You got the, you got the regular Uber X, which is just like what anybody would expect. A regular ride is just you and your immediate family. You know, as many people as can fit in the car, as many seats there are. That's what you're paying for, and you're going straight to where you're going. You got to step down from that. You got um, Uber Pool. Uber Pool is basically the poor man's Uber. You know, if you got to get somewhere, but it don't really matter how long it takes you to get there, as long as it's cheap and you're going to get there eventually, then you will choose Uber Pool. I would say if, if I'm going really far and I have a long time before I, I need to get there, I would choose Uber Pool because it's cheaper and, you know, I would just go along with the ride because guess what? When you choose Uber Pool, you're, you're carpooling. So it's not just your ride anymore. It's your ride and Peter's ride and Juan's ride and Johnny's ride. As many people that are on your route that are going in the same direction, that's who's going to be in your car. So if I need to get to the airport by a certain time, which happens all the time, by the way. So here's the rant ranting part, right? Let's get to the ranting. All the time, people order Uber pool to get to the airport. They come in with their luggage, and I'm like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait, hold up, you ordered an Uber pool? They're like, yeah, you know, and, you know, I'm running late to get to the airport, and I'm like, dude, we're going to pick up at least two other people before we get to the damn airport. I hope you know that, right? And then they're like, oh, what? Wait, we're going to pick up other people? I'm like, yeah, man, 
yes, we are going to pick up other people. Most likely. Okay? Especially if it's like rush hour. <laughs> they'll, they'll order Uber pool at rush hour and then be mad when you have other people who need to get in the, like, get in the car. They'll be like, oh, I'm going to be late. It's the driver's fault. No, dude, you, you decided to be a little cheaper. It's like five, maybe two to five dollars difference some of the times between Uber pool and just a regular Uber. They'll have somewhere important to go. They'll, they'll be on their way to work. They'll be on their way to the, the damn airport. They'll have a doctor's appointment. Like, they'll have a court case. <laughs> and they'll order Uber pool. And they'll, they'll be late before you, they even get in your car. They're already late. Hey, man, I'm running late. I, you know, I really need to get there. Is it okay if you drive a little faster? Like, dude, dude. It don't even matter if I drive fast. If somebody else needs to be in here, Uber is going to automatically put them on. And I'm going to have to pick them up. Oh, well, can't you just like not... Like, no, dude. You paid for what you paid for. I'm not going to... Because there's a way that the drivers can actually put on... Like, it's called... Like, you basically stop accepting rides so that first person who got in your car you can kind of like give him an uber x but that's not what he paid for and i'm shorting myself money to get you somewhere on time that you're already late for and you didn't pay for why would i do all that i'm doing the most here for you and then uber pool people don't tip <laughs> listen you will drive an uber pool right Let's say you um it's rush hour and you see Uber pool come up a request and you're like oh shoot, if I choose that right now I'm not gonna stop getting rides until like 9 p.m. because it'll just keep putting people in your car keep putting people in your car you you'll never get off of it right so you know that's good and that's bad sometimes but the the problem with Uber uh, pool is that they pay you less you so you actually end up getting less money um for the whole experience. So if you're driving, if, if, if all of the people you drive, you end up total driving 20 miles, normally you get like $20, you might end up with $18, $17, you know, you st at the end of the day, you're still getting less money because the rate is lower. So when you, when you decide to accept an Uber pool, one, you got to put up with um, people taking forever to come out their damn house, right? You're supposed to already be at the damn curve waiting for me because everybody has GPS on their phone. It tells you how far I am away. Hey, you got five minutes till the Uber shows up. You know, they'll look at it and then still be in the house doing whatever they're doing. And then you got to sit out there waiting. And then you got people in your car already from the previous riders. And they're like, oh, man, this dude's taking forever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, they got like 10 seconds left. So if they're not here, I'm out. You know, we can't hold everybody up because you didn't want to look at your phone or you decided that everybody's just going to sit there and wait for you. So you got that. You're wasting time sitting there waiting for people who should already be outside, ready to go. I mean, you're already getting a cheap fare. Like, come on, dude, just be outside. And then the the loading and unloading in your car. Like, people kind of underestimate how much time that takes. For example, if I get an Uber pool and I already have somebody in the car, and then the next pickup is at Walmart. I'm like, oh, sh crap. All right, so now now we got to help this person put the groceries in the trunk because, you know, they just came from Walmart. They're going to have a whole bunch of groceries, and that takes time, too. 
when you pull up to a Walmart, another thing, when you pull up to a Walmart at the front, you can't just pull up in the middle of the intersection and start loading. You got to pull off to the side because at that point you're blocking traffic. So the people are usually standing up at the, the front, at the, the crosswalk of the Walmart, and then you got to tell them, hey, you know, walk a little bit farther down there. That's where I'm going to be. Then you pull over, you turn around, and you wait for them to come over, and then you got to help come out the car, help them with their groceries, put them in the trunk, right? And then they, they come in, you know, they come in the car, you start the ride. And then another thing with Walmart rides is people go to supermarkets that are close to where they live. So it's like half a mile away from their house, right? So you just load the stuff in your car, drive them half a mile to their house, and then you got to sit there and wait for them to unload the stuff out of your car. Some of them will just put it on the ground, and then other people will kind of try to put it in their, their, their apartment or their house or whatever. And, you know, I'm not going to be the dude to tell you you need to put your groceries on the floor, so I'll just let it happen. You know, yeah, you know, do what you got to do. Just hurry up, you know. But all of that takes time, and time is money. People, like, look at Uber drivers and be like, oh, well, it's not really supposed to be a real job. It's supposed to be a, something on the side. And, you know, that pisses me off because these are the same people who they'll be there, like, when it takes a long time for they for them to get a, a ride for Uber, they'll complain. You be like, well, you know, where are all the drivers? You know, why did it take me ten minutes to get a ride? Be like, bro, I thought this was supposed to be a part time job, just a gig. Like, we're not supposed to be out here making money, right? Like, you can't have it both ways. It it really does. Piss, I'm gonna have to do a whole video on that. It pisses me off that people look at certain jobs and just assume that, or not assume, the the. The assumption is that everybody who who drives for Uber should ha already have a full-time job and have to work 40 hours a week and then have to work extra picking up you guys, picking people up, pe dealing with people and their bullshit, and they're supposed to be treated like crap. They're, so, they're supposed to be referred to as, oh, yeah, he's just an Uber driver. You know, all of this shit. Oh, sorry, I'm trying not to curse. All of this stuff. And then they're still going to look at you and be like, oh, yeah, it should be a part-time job. It sh you know, it should just be a gig. The same people who are going to be requesting an Uber later on. It, it really upsets me because it kind of, it just kind of shows just how into the system people are. It's just like, if you're not a doctor, a lawyer, or, you know, whatever, then you're just working a crappy job and, you know, this shouldn't be a full-time job and whatever. It's... It's really, it's really silly. It's like there's no other ways of making money that should be legitimate. Now, did you know that foreigners, like Europeans, and I guess um, South Americans also, even Canadians, they don't tip. They don't tip well, if, if they do tip at all. Because in their countries, when they go to the restaurants or whatever, they don't, they don't have to tip. It's not expected. That's not the culture. The people who work in the restaurants, they get paid a decent salary, and they don't have to be at the mercy of the people who eat there. So, whenever you pick up a foreigner, they'll be nice, and you think it's a great ride, you'll never get a tip from them. Like, ever. <laughs> they'll probably, at the end of the ride, they're looking at the, the tip screen like, a tip? For what? what? What am I tipping for? We don't do this where I come from. This is ridiculous. You know? But, you know, ain't nothing wrong with foreigners, you know? They're really nice. They're really cool. It's just 
that's not their culture. You 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 just won't get a tip most of the time from them, and then you'll just be sitting there like, if you don't know that that's the, that's not their culture, you'll just be there like, well, I thought everything went well, you know. So yeah, there's that. So yeah, so back with the Uber pool thing, right? People come in your car, they pack up your car, they're all hot and sweaty, they're all miserable, they don't want to be there, they don't want to share a ride with people, but they chose that, by the way, right? And whenever you take an Uber pool ride, your ratings take a hit, a hit because nobody's happy to be there. It's like five people in your car. Nobody wants to be there. Everybody's miserable, and you got five times as much chance of somebody giving you a bad rating. In Central Florida, Orlando, where I live now, they don't have pool rides, apparently. It's, it's, it's just not a thing. You can't choose it. So everybody just does Uber X, regular Uber, or whatever. Whenever I come down to South Florida, my ratings take a hit. As soon as I go back to Orlando, my ratings skyrockets again. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Every time I come down here, I take one pool ride. I see it immediately. I see I got a one star or a three star. If you're gonna give me a three star, you might as well just give me a one star. It's, 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 it's the same. It's the same thing, man. We gotta stay like I think it's 4.8 something or something like that to even stay on the road. So when you give somebody a one star, you really need to think about whether or not you wanna just completely destroy their, you know, their method, their way of income. Just, just, just say, just say that you don't want me working Uber anymore. <laughs> that's, that's all you gotta do because. It doesn't take anything to give somebody a five-star rating. I don't think so. And I consider myself a pretty damn good rider. I mean, sorry, driver. I don't understand why you would ever give somebody a one-star. When I've been in Ubers where the car is damn near falling apart, <laughs> all right, and I didn't give them a one-star, I'm like, right, you know, hey, man, I hope you get your money up, fix your car. You know, I know it, it must be bad because the car, the car is damn near about to break down. But then you'll have people who jump on there and give them a one star because of that. So, that's just the mentality of people, man. It really upsets me. So, yeah. What else about these pool rides? I've had people... I've had people that come into my car. You know, regular ride now. And I'll be like, hey, you know, how you doing? We're trying to make, make conversation. And they'll complain about a previous ride that they chose pool they were being cheap right let's just let's call it what it is you're being cheap you wanted a cheaper ride so you chose the pool and they'll they'll complain to me they'll be like they'll complain to me and say that the driver made them late i'm like how did they make you make you late what happened he just kept picking up other people and he was you know he took this route instead of that route and i told him to take that route we we don't have much choice where that is concerned we definitely don't have a choice on how many people we take we pick up like we're, this is our job, we're here to make money, and the more people we pick up, if we choose to go the pool route, the more people we pick up, the more money we can make. If we just have you on there, and you just paid pool price, we're limiting our income. So, because you're late for work, and you want us to, you know, you got one guy to do it before, one Uber driver to do it before, where he just, okay, he just turned on last ride, and it was just you, and you had a good experience that time, and then the next guy doesn't do it, does not mean that he made you late for work, okay? You made bad decisions, you were late to begin with, 
you chose pool, which means you got to pick up other people. And that's just what it is. You you are late because of you, not because of us. I'm I, I don't feel bad saying that. You made a lot of choices that made yourself late, but you want to blame the driver. No, that's not how it works. No, no, no. We're just doing our jobs here. So, yeah, that's the, I, I, you know I've had to swallow like bite my tongue on on that because you know she's complaining about the other driver i kind of say something kind of positive i'm like well you know usually with the pool rides you know you kind of have to pick somebody up but like, no you don't have to i'm like ready to go off but i'm like you know i can't because this is my job and i just have to suck it up and agree with them oh well, all right you know you know you can always call uber customer service and um complain to them because really i don't want to hear it because what you're saying is just ridiculous but yeah, that's the stuff we got to deal with. What else? We got people out here attacking Uber drivers, right? I saw this last video. This dude was, he called an Uber driver to go to the emergency room. That's another thing, right? <laughs> Actually, you know, yeah, let me get into that. Everybody uses Uber or Lyft. The people take Uber or Lyft to the emergency room instead of calling the ambulance. Because Amazon is like a grand and Uber is like $10. And sometimes they need medical attention. Um, there was a video recently. This Uber driver, it was in New York. He picked up this, uh, this elderly lady and it looked like her grandson or her son. And the dude, I didn't even realize it, but he had like a, a blanket over his... Like he was shirtless and he had a blanket on. He's probably... Over, like, uh, what do you call it? withdrawing from drugs so you know they have the chills and then they get hot or they get cold and you know so he was probably going through that and he kept telling the driver to you know like overtake this driver drive faster and then the guy was like the driver was like yo I can't can't you see I can't overtake there you know he was being nice about it at first he was like you know my man I can't do that you know I'm sorry you know blah 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 I gotta follow the rules of the road and Dude, he, you know, he, he kept going in the back seat. And the driver was like, look, man, if, if it's going to be a problem, look, we can stop the ride right here and we just cancel the ride. Like, he, you know, he was getting visibly upset because the guy was, like, being a backseat driver and telling him to, like, break the law so that he can get to the hospital quicker. And, you know, he, he wasn't having it. He, you know, he hit, the, he hit the, the point of no return. He was like, look, we can stop the ride or whatever. Buddy in the back seat jumps up <laughs> and starts wailing on him, right? It like in the back of his head, like just punching him in in in, in the his face in the back of his head. And the poor drivers, they're like, "Yo, what the hell is going on right now, right?" All this is being recorded with his um is his camera, right? So we have all the evidence. This dude just wailing on him, and he comes out the car and then he goes to the front, like where the driver like where the driver's seat is. And he's, a, like, punching the guy. And I'm like, bro, punch back, punch back. <laughs> like, but the funny thing is, well, it's not funny, actually. The, the, the messed up thing is, if that driver had punched back, he probably would have gotten deactivated. And Uber or Lyft, I don't know which, which platform he was on, would have definitely deactivated him and said that he didn't comply with the terms of service that they put out there. And, you know, this is not indicative of the the um 
mentality of our drivers and this is not what Uber and Lyft co-signs and all this stuff. It would have been, a, they would have completely thrown his, his butt under the bus. And that's the messed up part. We do not get any kind of backing from our so-called, well, you can't, we're not employees, so they're not our employers. However, they get to set our rates and set everything, our terms of service. They get to change everything that we 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 do on here, our rate of pay. You, you, you know, you used to be able to actually make decent money doing this. Now it's like you can barely put gas in your car, right? So they get to control everything, but they never back you when anything like this happens. If that guy did not just take a defensive position and, like, cover his head, and basically just completely take an L, he would have been um, written off by Uber or Lyft. And that's what they've been doing. And the, the focus is protecting the um, consumer, which I understand that from a business standpoint, but then you're not protecting the employees. If, well, actually, we're not employees. If we were employees, then we could probably sue them and say, well, you're not protecting us. It's our right as employees to work in a, a safe work environment, and you're allowing so on and so forth to happen, blah, blah, blah. But we're not employees, so whatever happens to us out there is um, it's on us. And we can't carry weapons, you know, because that's, that's against the rules. Yeah, every, you know, we're pretty much out here by ourselves completely.